This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. In Jennifer Militello's debut memoir, Knock Wood, time moves in more than one direction. The relationship between cause and effect is upended as Militello explores her memories of illicit love, domestic violence, and dangerous influences. Militello is the author of several books of poetry, and she teaches at New England College, and she's in the studio with me now. Welcome. Thank you. So this book is built on the premise of of superstitions, of of cause and effect, the idea that knocking on wood can help you avoid bad consequences. Can you talk a little bit about your your interest in superstitions? Sure. Um, I I guess the thing that I'm most fascinated by, and it it is reflected in this book, um, is the way that cause and effect happen and the way that time plays a role in that. Um, We're all aware that Einstein believed that all time happened at once. And so I'm very much interested in the idea that doing something superstitious like knocking on wood could potentially change things that happened in the past as well as in the future. Um, So there's this idea that we can behave in superstitious ways in order to keep things from happening in the future or fix things that, you know, might be in our karma in some way. Um, But I'm interested in the way that that arrow can point both ways potentially. And, And so that's the premise behind the three threads that I develop in the book. What you're talking about sounds like it's completely upending the notion of plot you know, cause, effect. Things happen in sort of a linear fashion in almost every other book but this one, I think. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Um, And I think that's the reason that the book is set up the way it is. It is a book that is woven um, with these three threads that that sort of interchange and interact in unusual ways. It's not a linear book in terms of plot, though it does develop a narrative. And um, I think once readers get to the end, they see that that narrative line, all of those threads are resolved. But but there is a lot of weaving that happens before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got three strong storylines here. There's uh, your teenage relationship with the boy uh, uh, who's something of a troublemaker. You've got a passionate extramarital affair here and your memories of your aunt Kathy and and her troubled marriage. Uh, So why did you feel like you wanted to gather these particular threads, these three threads in one, one book? They feel like things that are powerful, powerful influences on my life, and um, they they have each felt like really powerful stories individually, um, but also they felt like they were connected in this exact theme that we're talking about, this sense of having a lot of power over your circumstances, but also maybe having no power over your circumstances, and the way that, that things happen and that fate interferes and that you behave in ways that you hope are going to have certain outcomes, and um, and you don't always know what will happen as a result. I wanted to ask about the your nomination uh, as a poet laureate, uh, which has not been taken up by the governor. At this point, not sure where that stands, but I wanted to ask you if you were to be uh, confirmed as as poet laureate of New Hampshire, what would you do with that position? It would be a a real honor. Um, One of the things that I feel really strongly about is my relationship to New Hampshire as a state um, that is directly related to my writing. Um, From the time I was a child, I've wanted to live here. Um, 
I don't know if that's the usual sort of uh, attitude about New Hampshire. Why did um, you want to live here? I've always associated it with writers and writing, um, and partially because it's a more rural state, and I've always imagined I could hide away and get a lot of work done. So, um, I mean, obviously, New Hampshire has a really rich literary tradition, and I've always been very much aware of that. Um, Robert Frost's poems were really dear to me when I was young, um, and I, I always imagined my myself in the woods in New Hampshire writing poems when I was a child. Um, that said, it is very much a service position, um, and that is one of the fantastic things about it. It's about um, poetry in the state and enriching the state's poetry community. Um, I think also uh, I might focus on schools. I think seeding young poets is a really important role for anybody who really cares about the poetry community. Um, and already I go into schools fairly frequently, but I think to um, to formalize that and perhaps create an electronic environment um, where poets from New Hampshire could connect with younger poets from New Hampshire and feel like there was a larger community where everyone could benefit um, might be a terrific next step for poetry in the state. Jennifer Militello, thank you very much for speaking with me. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Peter. That's Jennifer Militello. She's the author of the new memoir, Knock Wood. And you can find a list of the top five reading recommendations on Jennifer's bookshelf at our website, nhpr.org. We're always looking for reading recommendations from listeners like you, so send them our way. The address is books at nhpr.org. We want to know your name, the town you're from, the name of the book, the author, and a few words about why you like the book so much. Again, send it by email, books at nhpr.org. You can also tweet us at NHPR Bookshelf. This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you very much for listening. 